Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. This is a fun Q&A coming from Instagram. I asked you guys on Instagram, what is it that you're struggling with right now? What's your biggest obstacle right now? And I got some really great feedback. I'm going to leave everybody's names out of this Q&A, but I'm just going to run through these obstacles and riff on them. And if you want them to be soul episodes, which a lot of these I probably will make single episode topics out of so I can go more in depth. But today, if it was like we were just sitting next to each other, you asked me about this thing that you're struggling with and I gave you the straightforward advice, this is what I would say. I'm really excited about this. I really do love when you guys engage with me on Instagram because here on the podcast, it can often feel like I'm talking to myself. (laughs) And unless you come chat with me in my free Facebook community or on Instagram, like I don't know what you love. I don't know what hit home with you the most. So I love that feedback. Okay. So let's hop right in. First one obstacle is I get distracted and don't eat enough. And some people may be like, I don't struggle with this. But if you do struggle with this, the main thing I would say is to increase your portions when you are eating. Remember that podcast episode I I just released about the myth of eating small meals throughout the day. So if you find you are not eating enough, remember, like start by fueling yourself to be full, fueled, and satisfied. So beef up those meals. Maybe you're having one portion of protein at your meal. Have two, have more veggies, you know, make your meals a little bit bigger. If it's something like you just live a lifestyle you can't eat throughout the day, if you can't just like stop what you're doing at your job to eat a meal, just when you do eat, have those little bit of larger portions. Next obstacle, life, house projects take up all the space and time to do extra things. This one will come up in various different ways. And the one I want to say to this is that's okay. It's okay if sometimes life or projects or busyness or whatever makes things look different, right? And so what I would just encourage you to do is Look at what season of life you're in right now. Remember, you guys, do you remember when I had a time management podcast? I still stand by my um, intentional priority um, time management planning system. I still have the course open. I'll leave it in the show notes. But like, really, step one is evaluating the season that you're in. And if you're in a season of house projects and updates, and it's not realistic for you to be following a certain diet or 
calendar of workouts that is six days a week, that's okay. You know, house projects around the house and that is great, neat movement. It's great uh, exercise and activity for keeping yourself off your butt and moving, right? And maybe you do want to schedule like two to three formal workouts of strength training a week, but that's fine if right now in that in that particular season, it's not a priority and that's okay, right? But I will say if you are not making activity a part of your rhythm and routine and you are very sedentary, let's talk about the consequences of that. The consequences of being very sedentary is stored body fat, is lack of movement, mobility, flexibility, like moving your body has so many benefits, but it doesn't have to look like a formal workout. So if house projects around your house are keeping you active, That's great for this season. Keeping meals super simple is great. You don't have to follow these like cookie cutter plans all of the time. Do the best with the season that you're in right now. Another one, summer. So many plans and events, so many plans and events and things like that. So I would encourage, like this is life, right? This is not something that is an obstacle. This is not something that needs to be a distraction because this is life and live, right? And I know for me, there have been times and recently I started macro tracking. I don't think it's something I'm going to be doing long term, but just out of curiosity, I started macro tracking and oftentimes like my mindset would be, oh my gosh, I got so off track. I ended up having this, that, and the other thing. And when I faced the reality of it in the past, I would have been like, oh, forget it. I'm just going to pretend I didn't track today and blah, blah, blah. But when I tracked it, I was like, hmm, it's really not that bad. What I can do with my next meal is have protein and veggies and it rounds it out to a well-rounded just fine day, right? And so I want you guys to plan something unplanned. I want you to start being okay with, oh my gosh, we had an unplanned date night on a Friday night. I had burgers and fries and some of this appetizer and a cocktail and a beverage. I want you to come to terms with that situation and be like, that's okay. We move forward and we move on and this is life, right? Um, the other one is getting back into the groove. Some personal things threw me off. I needed some time to let my body be, and I'm telling myself it's okay to not be constantly working out. Yes, and this is definitely such a mental struggle, isn't it? Like when when a body is in motion and it's part of a structure and a routine, it's easier to stick with, right? Like When you're just in a rhythm and routine with things, it is easier to stick with. But I want to say the same thing. It's just as easy to get back into your groove. And it sounds like getting back into your groove needs to to be defined to look different in a different way. You know what I mean? Like if you're comparing yourself to working out seven days a week, but that's not going to work for your season of life right now or the personal things you went through or the things, the way your body needed to heal, that's okay to redefine what getting back into your groove means, 
right? So the way you did things in the past does not have to be the way that you do things in the future. Okay, next one. I just can't lose the weight. Eating 90% on plan with five days a week. Man, you guys know my story. I've been here in 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 these shoes and really playing around with different things, you know, like really playing around with what if you change up your workouts? What if you try something completely different? What if you try to look at, are you eating enough protein, right? And, and just taking one thing and seeing how it changes and then seeing how your response body responds to it. But oftentimes when somebody has something like this where it's like I just can't lose the weight they're really in that like weight loss of five to ten pound weight range and then I'm kind of at the point where I'm like but what if you don't have to lose that five pounds what if you don't have to lose that 10 pounds and you really just focus on strength, like body recomposition and it's it's not about losing that like last five five or 10 pounds and you just change your um, change the direction of what your body's measuring as the ultimate win, right? Next one, getting into routine, maintaining motivation, and eating to fuel my body. Now, you guys know that I have been a health and fitness coach for over 10 years now, and I saw this self-sabotage cycle with so many women over and over again of feeling like feeling like you're motivated, like, oh, I, I want to clean up my nutrition. All these like healthy, fresh foods sound so good. I have the energy to exude for workouts. And then it's like you get in that groove and it goes well for a while. And then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm just not feeling motivated. I'm feeling a little bit more tired. Now my cravings have all of a sudden increased. And you guys now know that that is exactly why I created my Feminine Fitness Foundations program is because, yes, in luteal phase and late luteal phase and menstrual phase, our energy dips. That rise in estrogen during follicular and ovulation phase is that like mythical motivation that is that we rely on and we expect to be there all of the time and it's not because in our luteal phase estrogen is lowering and progesterone is rising and sleep isn't as great during luteal phase and our body actually needs like 200 and I think it's like 276 more calories during our luteal phase so yeah our body is telling us we need to eat a little bit more and that often comes from a miscommunication of understanding your cravings and you're like oh my gosh well I'm I'm just constantly hungry but I'm supposed to be on this diet and that's the cyclical sabotage I've seen women take and what I teach in the feminine fitness foundations program is to work with your cycle so yes you are taking advantage of that rising estrogen motivation decrease cravings during follicular and ovulation phase but then you go into luteal phase with a different plan a different approach a different lifestyle you've got your food lists of what's supportive you got your meal plans based on all this and you start working with your body instead of against your body because like when you know this about luteal and late luteal and menstrual phase you don't rely on that motivation feeling you then can start coming at it from a different mindset which I do have another podcast episode on 
seeing the scale fluctuate like yes that is such an obstacle and i actually saw a girl on instagram and i want to do this myself where she logs her weight every single day and she did this for like a period of six months and yeah those fluctuations monthly are frustrating right but if you can look at it from this the standpoint of over a six month time period every woman's weight fluctuates based on where our hormones are at it depends on how tough our workout was how our muscles are recovering from those workouts how much sleep did you get are you under a lot of stress know that the scale is only one tool of measurement and funny story actually today i was feeling fluffy and kind of just like jiggly and whatever and i did not step on the scale i broke up with the scale until i can have a healthy relationship with seeing that number on the scale i'm using other measurements and i have a podcast episode on that um i'm using other measurements such as like actually measuring my body pictures how my leggings are feeling i would say how my jeans are feeling but I'm in leggings all the time. Okay, I wear jean shorts, how my jean shorts are feeling. And I'm using those types of um, measurements right now. And then also when I'm lifting and I see that definition in my arms and in my legs and in my glutes, like that type of progress to me is so motivating. And I don't want to just step on the scale and then be deterred by all that. But anyways, back to the point, I was feeling fluffy. I was feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've gained weight. I don't know if I have or not. But then I took some video of myself working out today just practically for form reasons. I wanted to look at what my form was like. And I was like, girl, your shoulders, your biceps, you're looking great. Like that fluffy feeling dismissed, it can leave goodbye because in that video, I look good. I look strong. You know what I'm saying? So on to the next one. I got to pull them up here. Okay, so mental health, making big life decisions for myself. This is a time where I would say focusing on your mental health takes priority over all else. If the types of workouts that you're doing are not supporting your mental health, like if you aren't getting energy from your workouts during a time where your mental health is struggling, you got to do something else, figure out something that's going to um, be supportive. Maybe that's something fun. Maybe that's something silly. Maybe that's something that's like heavy metal music while weight training. I don't know, whatever feels right for you for stress relief is the best thing, in my opinion, during times of struggling with mental health, making big life decisions, like journaling, all that you can during this time, but then also seeking support. Last week's Friday bonus episode was on mental health, and I shared a long roundabout story, but in a nutshell, what I said was I had various times in my life where I was trying to fix things all by myself and I waited way too long to get on medication I waited way too long to get on um, or to get support from counselor or mentor or anyone like that and I tried doing all of the things to support myself on my own it wasn't like I was yeah I was suffering in silence by myself but I just kept thinking okay well I'm doing my workouts I'm doing personal development I'm doing personal growth I'm getting quiet time in in the morning whatever it was 
And I was like, I'm just going to try to keep battling this on my own. And it wasn't until I got support. And in that episode, I talk about when it really was my points of reference for seeking support with a mentor or counselor or with medication. I'm not on medication right now, but if I, if I ever feel like I need it ever again, I won't hesitate. Another one was social gatherings and some summer coming up and not having control over what is served, weekend get-togethers, and staying up late with friends and not working out the next day. So let's put this into perspective again, you guys. Let's talk about this. So we're really talking about Fridays and Saturdays. Let's just say every Friday and Saturday, every single weekend in the summertime, so you've got four weekends a month that's like... Okay, here's my math. Eight days out of 30-ish days. So that means the other 20... Oh gosh, (laughs) I'm so sorry for my math. I'm not even going to cut this out. But you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying here? Like if, if Friday is off, if Saturday is off, but you have the other five days of the week, you're gonna be just fine. Control what you can control when you can control it and give yourself permission to. And I know it like this is Minnesota summer. It is not nice all time, all the time, you know, and I enjoy myself too. Like I really do see summertime as a time where I'm indulging. I talked about this in the 75 hard um, podcast episode because I was like, it would not make any sense for me to want to even do 75 hard in the summertime because things in the summertime, like there's no alcohol, like you follow a diet, no alcohol for 75 days. And not that I'm even a big drinker or alcohol, I don't drink a lot of alcohol, but in the summertime when I'm on the boat, like I like to have a cocktail. I like to have a truly, I like to have something. And that's the way I live in the summertime. And I'm not going to not do those things, but I'm going to control what I can control when I can control it. And that's, you know, being on point and eating healthy, vibrant, nourishing, like taking my advice of nourish and delight. If you haven't listened to that podcast episode, it's so good. Nourish and delight, making sure I'm eating enough protein. Like if anything else, that's kind of my strategy this summer. And it's just kind of an experimental thing on me is I am just trying every single day to eat enough protein or to get close to it, to make sure that I'm eating adequate protein each and every single day. And yeah, I'm going to be all in on social gatherings and whatnot too. Um, next one is, and this is a, this is a big one, working 10 to 12 hours a day and finding time to work out. So this is definitely something I've worked with with my one-on-one clients and I really like doing this in one-on-one conversation because we can really map out your week like I am a boss at time management guys not to like toot my own horn but I'm a boss at time management and so I love looking at a week of your schedule and then helping you see the pockets that it's going to work for you. Not that you have to center your week around your workouts, but that it'll just work in those specific times. So my suggestions are is using weekends to get a formal workout in. Like let's say 8 a.m. on Saturday, Sunday is the time you work out. And I know the woman who answered this has a little one at home. So it's like, I know 8 a.m. is not like 
is probably a time where littles aren't sleeping in, you know? So it's like, it's not like she's sleeping in until 9 a.m. anyways on the weekends. But get your formal workouts in on weekends. You could do a lower body day on Saturday, a upper body day on Sunday. And then during the week, try to get little bits of activity throughout the day. So if you're working from home, what you could do instead of thinking that you have to take like a 20 or 30 or 45 minute walk, take small breaks throughout the day and just go take a little five minute break outside, take a little five minute break to like clean something around the house. So you're really getting in that neat movement throughout the day in small chunks because when you're working those long days, but then also remember sleep is super important. And if you're at a job where if you're working 10 to 12 hours a day, so I was giving the example of assuming that's a 10 to 12 hour day desk job. If you're having a 10 to 12 hour day and you have an active job, like that's awesome. That's working in your favor. When you are moving and working, like that is so great for your body. And then maybe schedule your formal workouts for weekends, right? And that way it's not in the disturbance of your um, your weekday. And maybe it's like, you know, if you know you're going to get Saturday, Sunday to work out, then maybe you put a workout on the schedule for Tuesday, and if you can, Thursday, that would be a bonus. Like I love Shaleen Extreme for the three-day-a-week lifting split. It's awesome. It is so awesome. You do one Saturday, one Sunday. Pick whatever day of the week you want to fit in that third day. Make sure you're getting in enough neat movement. You're solid, man. You're solid. Meal prep. So the next obstacle was meal prep. And I want to record a summer meal prep episode for you guys. Just some simple ways to make sure that, you know, you've got that healthy balance going on. Like I'm all about enjoying summer and like when we have 4th of July with my family, we go ham on food and and all of that. But also like just being very easily prepared for slipping healthy stuff into the mix. You know what I'm saying? And summertime meals, because I don't know about you. You guys tell me this. This is kind of the direction that I'm going with summertime meal prep um, the episode that I'm going to include. I might even make it into like a free PDF for you guys, but the summertime meal prep episode will be using a lot of like no cook ideas or grilling obviously, but I hate, I loathe using my oven in the summertime or being over a hot stove for a long time. Like if I throw some asparagus on real quick, cause asparagus, you want to do high heat, do, 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 and then it's done. But like, I do not want to be standing over the stove or the oven in the hot summertime. So actually last summer I developed a lot of meals that um, didn't require a ton of heating up. And those are the kind of meals that my family likes best in the summertime because we spend a ton of time outside. So that's where I'm kind of thinking of going with the direction of the summertime meal planning and meal prepping episode, potential PDF for you guys. What are your thoughts? Let me know. And then... The last one is finding the motivation and time. This was Monday's or Tuesday's podcast episode. So the episode before this, I went on a rant about motivation, 
and time. So if you are wondering about that, like go and listen to that episode. It's the one right before this one. But motivation and time, we kind of talked about that cyclical motivation and time and knowing that the motivation, yeah, at some times comes from just the general rising of our hormones, our estrogen. There are times where we feel motivated, but then there's also times where we're not. And a lot of this has to do with like the dialogue that you have going on about your workouts, about your time, about the type of workouts that you're doing. Like when you have the association of, I'm going to work out and this is going to help me feel so good, or I'm going to work out and I'm going to get like, I'm not going to be as stressed as what I'm feeling. I'm going to work out and it's going to give me energy. When you have that standpoint of it, you don't necessarily ask yourself, am I motivated to do this workout? Because you want the outcome badly. You you know the outcome and you want that outcome. So you don't rely on the beginning feeling, right? But when you're dreading working out, if you're like, oh, I have to get my workout in or I'm working out and I'm not seeing any results in my waistline shrinking or in my abs or whatever, or I still feel like I have a jiggly legs or whatever it is, you're not, yeah, you're not going to feel motivated to get your workout in if those are the um, outcomes that you're focused on or if that is the self-talk that you are focused on. Like even just that aspect of like, I am so tired and I'm so drained. I can't work out. I don't feel like working out. But if you have the belief and you've proven to yourself that taking a walk outside or getting in some strength training or just a good stretch, this actually happened to me. I knew I needed to stretch like big time. I've been lifting really heavy. I've been feeling kind of stiff. And I was like, I don't feel like stretching at all, but I just started. And by the time I got this, like, and it wasn't even like a formal stretching routine. It was just like stretches I was doing on my floor as my husband was scrolling on his phone and we had put the kids to bed. And I finished that stretch and I thought to myself, this stretch feels so good. Like I feel so good right now. And now I use that thought as proof of this is going to give me energy. This is going to help me relax. This is going to help me feel better. So I don't think about the feeling of, oh, I don't feel like stretching a little bit or going for a walk or doing my strength training, whatever it is. I think about the outcome and how it serves me instead of how it depletes and drains me, right? And more on... um, Tuesday's podcast episode. So go back and listen to that one. Wow. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What did you guys think of this episode? Do you guys want to do more Q&A type of episodes? Was there one topic that you really want me to hone in on and make a specific podcast episode? Let me know. I do want to reference back to the Feminine Fitness Foundation's course. There are two options for that. You can go through that course completely self-paced. It is so easy to learn. I have it laid out simply for you in how you support your cycle and what you want to know about each cycle, what you, um, how to support each phase of your cycle with fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle tips. There's PDFs in there. There's a meal plan. There's food lists. There's also the four week strength training guide. And then Um, I added the metabolism module in there as well. You can go through that course completely self-paced. There's also a payment plan that makes it 
heck affordable for you. And then I also added an upgrade. So if you do want a couple one-on-one sessions with me at an affordable rate to see what it's like to have somebody help create a plan that will work for you, your lifestyle. We gave that example of like time management. Like if you're really like, I don't know how I can make the time for all of this. I can help you with whatever it is that you need extra support in. And you can check out the different options on the Feminine Fitness Foundations page. The link is in my Instagram bio, or I will put it in the show notes of this episode. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. This was fun to kind of do a Q&A back and forth, and I will talk to you in my next episode.